Good day to all you fans and random audiences who are listening to us. It is us, Jacob and Jordan, your hosts. Today, we will have ourselves a very special guest joining us for an interview for this episode. Drafted in the fourth round of the 2003 NHL Draft, the 19-year pro veteran Alex Bolduc played parts of six NHL seasons with our team, the Canucks, and the Phoenix Coyotes. Accumulating five points in 65 career games played and was part of the 2011 Stanley Cup final run with the Canucks. We hope you ladies and gentlemen enjoy our first ever interview, so let's get all started here. Uh, how have the past teams you've been on made you a better player? Uh, well, obviously, when you're playing with teams like, uh, you know, when I was in Vancouver and I got the chance to play with, uh, you know, some pretty big name players like Kessler and Burroughs was a good guy that I looked up to. Um, you learn a lot from them. And so obviously the better teams you play on, better players will be on them. And I learned a lot from those guys and Sedins and all that as well. So you um, what I learned is just the work ethic it takes to stay up in the NHL and the hard work it takes and that those guys just aren't relying on talent. And, you know, they're relying on uh, their effort every night. And that was really impressive to me that they weren't just sitting back and thinking they made it. They kept working harder every day. That's awesome. You mentioned work ethic. And I know you played a game in the Stanley Cup final against the Bruins. How did that feel when you were in yeah. Vancouver? Like, was that a top moment of your career? Yeah, definitely. Because we had we had beaten San Jose in five um early yeah. and then they had gone to seven games so we had like a week before and then you know they told me early in the before the series that I was going to play so I had a week to tell people and friends and you know that I, I was going to start in game one and um that was exciting and you know it's it's exciting when you look back on it uh, the amount of people that are involved that you don't really realize but you know I have a pretty big family and uh to kind of you know hear about it years later and stuff is pretty cool so definitely um Definitely a really cool feeling that I got to share and that I knew early on, too. So it wasn't like a spur of the moment call up or something. You know, I got to enjoy it and uh, really soak it in. That's awesome. Was there any particular person in the same locker room in any of your career, either with Vancouver, Phoenix or overseas that impacted your career? Um, yeah, I think Mike Keane, if you guys I think you're a little young, but, um, you know, Mike Keane was a guy that played for the Habs and he won a cup with them in 93. And that guy was so good for me early on um just taught me the game and taught me the, to do things the right way and a big reason why I became captain later on I think is because of uh his mentorship and uh, what I learned from him so Mike Keane definitely without a doubt was probably the guy that I learned most from and that I uh tried to model myself after as much as possible and um can you describe to us your major highlights and achievements in your playing career yeah um I would say you know winning gold medal with uh, under 18s Team Canada was really special. Um, the top prospects game to play with that, uh, with me and uh, my best friend, Corey Crawford, you know, so for both from Shattagee, to both make it to the top prospects game with Don Cherry and um, Bobby Orr was really special. And our families were there and um, something we, looking back on, you know, you don't realize it at the time, but it's pretty cool. And then uh, getting named to the All-Star Games in the American League was always special. Um, and, uh, yeah, obviously the finals you had mentioned and my first game, and there's a, those are the, pretty much the highlights. Um, not a ton of them, but th those were cool moments for me. So I'm surprised you did not mention your first career goal in the NHL. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. True. True. Forgot. Which one of the two career NHL goals that you scored were the most meaningful to you? Uh, just for the first one. Cause it's yeah, the first yeah. one and I don't have that many to choose from, but, uh, first one, definitely. And uh, 
man, I think I, I had, it took me a while to get my first one. So yeah, it meant a lot. And it was good to like, you know, shed that weight of not having a goal. So it was yeah. really good to get one. While we're mentioning the 2011 Stanley Cup finally got to play in there. Could yeah. you describe to us what your most successful season was in your career? Um, honestly, I think the most successful one I had on the most fun I had, I was probably when I was captain in Portland, it was the lockout year. So guys were just having fun. We weren't worried about getting called up because there was nowhere to get called up to. And then obviously our team was really stacked because we had guys that should be in the NHL. Yeah. Um, you know, like our D our defensemen, like Ekman Larson and Mike Stone and run Blad. Those are all, those are all really like top defensemen and especially in the American league. So, you know, we were, we were getting passes like that we would never get normally. And uh, it was just a lot of fun as a forward and as a player just to, to um, enjoy the time and not be so stressed about getting called up and stuff. So I think yeah. that was my most successful, most chill, most fun season for sure. And then as soon as the lockout ended uh, to get called up right away and make the team was, was pretty special too. So I'd say that's my most successful season. For captain for Portland Pirates, you managed to play with stars like Oliver Ekman Larson. Is that like a standout name to you that like you were like, wow, I play with these guys at like the U18s and I got yeah. to play with these people. Does that like hold like a special place in your heart looking back at your career? Yeah, any, anytime you get to play with special players, you know, you learn from them and they're all, you know, um, individuals. But who are always the more like pretty cool guys off the ice, which is nice to see. You always see them on the ice, and you don't really get it. once you get to know them as a teammate, and then you see how special they are with their skills they have. It, it's cool, and just to uh, see how nice most of them are, um, it's awesome. Yeah, and it's a, it's a cool feeling, and th to continue watching them do well is uh, is pretty cool. Thanks, that. What's the best piece of advice you've gained from your coaches? Um, I think just doing things the right way and making sure that you don't, you're going out there for the right reasons, never do anything individual, help your teammates out. And, you know, that's the team, the team aspect of it is what you want. And, you know, I think if you do well on the team aspect, the individual stuff will come. So I think the biggest thing I learned is, you know, team success will equal individual success. And on the best true. teams I played on, we're always the most uh, unselfish guys, the guys that are willing to do anything for anyone. And definitely that's what I've learned most. I know Jordan and I have played minor hockey. I know it's completely different, but our coaches have told us, like you know, it's a team sport and there's no I in team. In the early age, that solidifies what you need to know growing up. Yeah, exactly. Which NHL coach out of played for got along the most with? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, two, two are really, I haven't had that many, but two of them was, you know, Vigneault and Van yes. was always really fair. He was really cool and fair to me. If I was playing well, he would play me. And, you know, he, he was pretty straight with me. Uh, Dave Tippett was really good, um, like a good players coach. Um, those are all guys that I liked a lot and that were, are well-respected in the dressing room. I think they got along with everyone. And they, they were good coaches, basically. So I like both of those guys a lot. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. What are your favorite pregame locker room and postgame routines? Some athletes eat up some carbs like spaghetti and everything. Others taping their sticks in certain ways. What was your own routine? Um, honestly, post-game, because you could kind of eat whatever you want at that time because your body is just so depleted. So honestly, like pizza after a game is really not that bad because your body has burned so much. Right. So if anytime you get to treat yourself, you know, and I'm a big pizza guy, so you get guilt-free pizza, I'll take that all the time. What is one important lesson you've learned from your time as a professional athlete? 
has that lesson made any major changes to your mental game and how else have you used it? Well, you know, I think you learn that people won't feel sorry for you really. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, you've been working so hard. It's a business. And if you're not, if you're not providing something for them, if you're not scoring, if you're not doing what you're paid to do, they're going to cut you. And then, you know, you, you take it really personal, but it's a business. And if you're not helping right. them, then, you know, it's why should they carry you or pay you if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And mentally that helped me not take things so personal and realize it's a business. And then a lot of times people aren't doing things to hurt the person or hurt you. It's just a job they're doing. So I think that right. goes on to, to real life as well. People aren't always malicious. There are some malicious people, but they're not out to hurt you. And sometimes bad luck does happen, but it's not yes. just like saying yourself pity and just, well, oh, why me? Why me? You learn that bad shit happens to a lot of people, a lot of good people. And uh, you have to learn from it and just battle through. And then, you know, expect that if you are working hard, things will turn around always in life and yes. in sports, you know? Yeah. And uh, we mentioned coming around as always what is the process of coming back from an injury and how important is it to get in good condition after yeah. an injury or in general well for sure you know your body is going to react how you treat it and if, if you're not taking your, your conditioning serious or your rehab serious you know you're going to come back and just get hurt again so yeah. you got to really um take that serious know that there's someone out there trying to take your spot on the team too so if you come back and you're not ready or you come back and you're not really prepared someone else will take that opportunity. So you got to learn that early on because if you're out, it takes one injury and you're done, you know, so if you come back and you don't take it serious, you might not have yeah, a job. So that's true. I don't want to bring up bad memories, but I remember I was bugging you quite a few years ago about that. You fought the all-star MVP and John Scott. Yeah. But yeah. then I realized looking back at it, it ended your season because of shoulder injury. Yeah. And well, my I shoulder believe... was already hurt though. My shoulder yeah. was already banged up before that fight. It wasn't really him. It would have came out if I would have fought anyone, you know, it, it was wow. just, it was uh, hanging on by a thread. And I believe that was the first season you have with the Canucks. Is that right? In 2009, 2010? Uh, it wasn't my first, but it was the first season I had. Uh, it was, I think my, maybe my second or third season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and like, especially as an athlete, like on the biggest stage, you know, like that there is. Like, how is the pressure in your life, like knowing that there is someone else who is out there trying to compete to take over your spot? Like, how important is it to like calm yourself down and say one step at a time? Yeah, definitely one step at a time and just trust in your abilities, trust in your work ethic. You know, if you are working hard and you're doing everything you can, then you shouldn't have much to worry about because you're taking care of everything that you can control. So I think once you know that you're working hard and you're putting in the time, then you shouldn't have much to worry about because if you, even if it doesn't work out, then you can sit back and say, well, you know what? There wasn't much I could do. Maybe I need to change my, my approach to it. Maybe I need to change something up. But um, if you know you're putting in the time, then the results will follow. Yeah. That is very good information. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, honestly, everything. <laughs> Looking back on your professional playing career, what is the one area of your game that you would like to improve on? You know, I, I could have probably been be a little bit better in everything. So well, maybe if, if looking now, if I could have, but I mean, I worked on my shot all the time, but if I could choose, I would like take like Austin Matthews shot or something like that, you know? Right. Like if, if there's, there's something I can improve on or McDavid, you know, there's always something to improve on, but definitely my shot or like the, the way that, you know, those guys shoot now, I, I think something like that would have, I would have loved to have for sure. Yeah. It's like, like you look at Pasternak and Matthews, the shot, yeah. like on the power plate, it's yeah. not even a second on their stick and it's in the back of the net. Yeah. Yeah. As your professional career prolonged, has there been anyone who has ever looked up to you, whether it was your teammates, fans or players from different teams? 
Well, I would, I, yeah, you know, if you have the, when I was in Portland and, you know, you get older and in Portland, I was captain, you're definitely, I, you know, take the young guys start looking up to you for sure. The same way I looked right. up to older guys when I, so I tried to help as many young guys and, you know, relay the information that Mike King gave to me um, was kind of what I was trying to do to the young guys. And I, you know, from, from hearing them talk to me, you know, a couple of years later and stuff, I, I think I did pretty well in explaining like what I learned. Not, not, you know, I'm not saying this is from me, guys. You know, I'm telling you, I was like, this is what I learned from like some of the fucking, sorry. For some no, of the greatest, don't worry uh, about it. Some of the Stanley Cup champs, you know, so. Has playing with key figures of the history of this era, including my most impactful inspiration, Roberto Luongo and the Sedin brothers, changed the way you view your leadership and your overall performance? Yeah, you will. Yeah, like I said before, like you have to like learn as much as you can when you're up. And, um, you know, like the Sedins, when I was saying those when, learning, watching the NHL guys that you think are just relying on their talent are some of the hardest workers like that's the Sedin brothers. You know, they they were working like in the gym after every practice, working like they were like fourth line guys. And that was always super impressive to me because they didn't have to be doing that, but they were. So you learn stuff like that, that it's never easy. It's never going to be easy, even if you become like the Sedins, you know, it's nonstop work. And that was, I know we met a long time ago, but is there any special stuff that you've done being off the ice, like charity events, uh, meeting fans or like, you know, players go to hospitals to see the kids. Is there anything yeah. that you have done that you would like to share with us? Well, no, yeah, I, I have done it. Um, there's nothing in particular. I, I I've done it a lot and it's something I, right. I continue to do even with our gym here. Um, you know, helping out whoever, um, needs a place to work out. And uh, we, we try and, you know, accommodate that with the uh, Fondation Anna LaBerge here. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so we, you know, we're getting people moving. We're getting uh, people with maybe special needs that wouldn't be in the gym normally. We're trying to get them out and get them exercising. And that's really, uh, that's really been cool. And uh, something I'm proud of that our gym and stuff and helping our local community and getting people active and seeing their, you know, them enjoy it and working hard is, is honestly one of the reasons I started the gym and super cool. I'm so happy for you, man. And uh, it, if only people would know what you are doing right now with like, you know, making special needs and gyms, like I have not heard of that or even in a while. So hats yeah. off to you. So how was it like to have your own character being on EA Sports NHL games? Yeah, it was cool for sure. It was cool when my buddies would send me pictures of them playing as me or something. It was cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, for sure. I remember from my heart when I used to dead hard game in NHL 09 on the PlayStation 2 as the Canucks and sometimes the Manitoba Moose in the AHL. You were somewhere a 69 overall rating around the time when I first been told about you when I was attending school. Did that ever <laughs> offend you? No, no. <laughs> I was. I think I was going into those games expecting like being in the low 60s. So I think if I was anything... I think one year I was pretty high. I think I was overrated a couple of years, so I'll take it. I ended up editing your rating from 69 all the way to an 88 overall and played you in first line with the Sedins as a playmaker slash sniper just for fun. Like you mentioned yeah. before, how you want to improve your shot. Yeah, there you go. I just yeah. have to switch myself to sniper. Yeah. Perfect. Jacob and I would like to thank Alex Bolduc for his time and generosity to make this interview happen. We have had tons of fun doing this with you and we wish you all the very best with your gym Ace Athletic.
Thank you all audiences for taking the time to tune into our interview with Alex. If you need to get some awesome hockey content, you can follow us on J&J Sticks and Sellies on Twitter, Instagram, and here on Spotify. Stay tuned with us for our next J&J episode. We'll see you around.